Well, the government's insisting its spending on welfare increases, bulk billing incentives and energy bill relief won't make inflation worse. Our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan, has been going through the numbers. Peter, tackling the cost of living has been the government's mantra in the lead-up to this budget. So what are the forecasts about inflation? Well, David, pretty optimistic. Annualised inflation is currently still red hot at 7%, but the budget sees it falling dramatically to 6% this year, 3.25% over the next year, down to 2.75% by 2024-25, right within the Reserve Bank's 2-3% target band. Now, Treasurer Jim Chalmers made the point last night that almost $15 billion in relief to households won't stoke inflation. He says there's been a lot of restraint and he predicts the relief will actually take three quarters of a percentage point off inflation, a claim that some economists dispute. The risk is that the additional money pumped into the economy will force the Reserve Bank to deliver at least one more interest rate rise. So no doubt that household relief and the mantra of leaving no one behind is imported in this Labor budget, but there could be unintended consequences of higher mortgage repayments if the RBA is put on the spot to take the rate sledgehammer out once again. A few other key figures to look at. Economic growth and unemployment, what are they? Economic growth or GDP, David, will slow dramatically to 1.5% over the next year under the impact of 11 RBA rate rises to tame inflation, darkening economic storm clouds and a likely recession in the United States. The Reserve Bank is even gloomier than Treasury, predicting growth will crunch to 1.25% by December this year. Not a recession but getting close to the economy flatlining. Unemployment is set to tick higher to 4.5% by 2024-25, up from the current 3.5%. Even so, it's still hovering around a 50-year low. Optimistic wages growth of 4% over the next year means more tax revenue thanks to bracket creep when workers get a pay rise and pay more tax, something that Treasury till relies upon, with commodity prices likely to fall or correct from current highs over the next year. Peter, yesterday the budget forecast that $4 billion surplus. Now we're already being told it won't last though. So how deep into the red will the budget go and how quickly will that happen? David, that $4.2 billion surplus will be a one-off and it'll be gone in a flash. We won't know if it actually materialises until we get the final budget outcome later on this year. Then it's back to deficits as far as the eye can see, probably for a decade, $13.9 billion next year, peaking at $36.6 billion in 2025-26, which is why Labor is making the most of the surplus limelight now, because we won't see another for a very long time. But there are plenty of sceptics who reckon last night's budget, while big on spin, is a missed opportunity for real budget repair and reform. Former Treasury official, now head of macroeconomics advisory Stephen Anthony, told me the budget fails to make hay while the sun shines. The headline story is very rosy. You know, you, you walk away thinking, well, things are going really well and there's nothing to worry about. And then you look at the detail and you think of the missed opportunity and you start getting very nervous. Are you concerned that we're not really seeing any initiatives for real budget repair? Absolutely. So we push against the wind. If we have COVID, a pandemic, a downturn, we spend up big time. Now, when the sun's shining, like it is now, we should be achieving genuine cuts, 
just like reformers like Paul Keating, uh, Peter Costello, managed to achieve. So what are the risks by not acting fast enough or doing anything? Well, obviously, we make the Reserve Bank's job harder, probably more interest rate increases, and that's not fair on the Reserve Bank. They're the ones that are getting the political heat for the government's lack of ability to rein in spending. Worse than that, this budget doesn't really contain any structural reform whatsoever. So, you know, a government that talked tough on reform hasn't delivered and, quite frankly, probably missed the opportunity before the next election to do anything. In terms of real reforms, when you talk about tax reform, what do they need to do? Is, is it higher GST, broadening the base, a possibility? Yes, so, so it's taking the heat off mum and dad taxpayers and putting the heat onto a broader suite of sensible economic taxes – Things like a cash flow tax for companies, perhaps a higher GST, capital gains tax reform, uh, everybody's favourite, negative gearing reform, essentially targeting housing expenditure, tax expenditures on new investment rather than established properties. That's former Treasury official Stephen Anthony speaking to Peter Ryan.